Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Layman's Guides to the Multiverse, where we dive between the panels and break through the fourth wall. I'm your host, Matt, and today I got Ed. Hey, what's up, man? Got Douglas. Yo, yo. And I got Paolo. I usually go last, right? I think so. Um, yeah, that, that's about right, right? Okay, yeah, that's it's, fine. It's, you're alphabetical on the, on, the, uh, on the chat list, so that's how I do it. <laughs> no, that's fine. That's fine. We're good. We can, we can handle that. Dude, All right. it's, not, it's not like we're you know going crazy it's some weird oh 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 yeah no Ooh, hot take yeah hot takes whatever this, takes this week we're doing the craziest villain possibly ever the joker god <gasps> yeah he's a he's a clown yeah <laughs> what a fucking yeah. goof <laughs> or a joker perhaps Ooh, Ooh hot take but yes probably <laughs> Probably the most notorious of uh, all of uh, Batman's rogue gallery, probably. I, I, I definitely will agree with that. He is yeah. most definitely the most notorious. He's yeah. probably the most visibly recognizable comic book villain in the world. That's yeah. fair. Yeah, I can see that. That's fair. I could say I can yeah. see that. Yeah, honestly, I, I mean, think... Galactus with that headdress, like... Do people know his name? Or they're just like, hey, it's that fucking purple guy. From that that, fantastic that thing, right? That super tall purple dude who fucking is taller than 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 buildings. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> about, as as, about as big as uh, nice. big as planets. Yeah. Okay, okay. First things first, guys. All right, he's a giant cloud, as is seen in the MCU. And <laughs> how uh, dare you? Those movies are not canon. <laughs> this movie should be shot out of a cannon <laughs> no but speaking of purple our uh, prince of crime yes yes so i mean uh, we have a new joker movie amongst us um and we have that, we have a lot of different feelings about that as well let's be honest hmm. here i think that we do probably but... the biggest reason why we're doing this episode is the amount of different feelings that we all have regarding this this friggin' character. Yeah, but, I mean, but this seems to be, I haven't seen the movie yet, but everybody that I know that's seen it says it's, they kind of humanize the Joker to a bit. Um, I, that's you know, they, they, I hate that so much. I hate that so much. They, you don't humanize the fucking Joker. I'm sorry. They, they, <laughs> apparently, they, there's a lot of, um, um, they, they talk about mental illness and all this other stuff. Um, I haven't seen the movie, but again, it's the most humanizing take on the Joker that from what I can tell, I haven't seen the movie, That's but fair. I mean, before that though, I mean, we had, you know, Jared Leto, you know, the damaged Joker, as we all Ooh. know him as, um, I saw that movie, but I didn't actually see that movie because as I described earlier, I watched it on an old uh, projection television and that movie was so dark. I really <laughs> couldn't see anything. <laughs> even, the best part about that is it was both dark because it was trying to be dark and dark because it is actually visually dark. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's also yeah. It's, it's the movie was hiding from itself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, was, I wish that movie was hiding from theaters. Yeah, I think the ex yeah. If you watch the extended cut of the Suicide Squad, it's fine. Like, it's not uh, great, yeah, I mean, but it's not like. I... Yeah, no, it's definitely not the greatest thing I've ever seen. Hell, Look, I, I walked out of the theater going, "There's there's a good cut of that movie somewhere." Absolutely, I'm, there's absolutely no, a good cut of that movie somewhere. Just like there's I'm a pretty, good cut, there's a good cut of Justice League out there too. Ooh, don't even get me started. I'm pretty sure I'm look, I'm pretty sure what happened was the director made his cut, the suits got the hold of it, and he hated it so much he says, you know what, screw it. People are still gonna watch the movie, but I want to make sure they can't see it. And then he was sitting in the control room <laughs> and he turned the brightness way the F down. <laughs> all right, all right. That's my take. So moving back a little forward, yeah. then we also have um uh the Heath Ledger Joker. Which is mm -hmm. by far for a lot of people the end all be all. Of, of the definitive live, the definitive live action version of the Joker. He was he it's was a good a very, performance. He was a very fun Joker. I felt that he did a lot of callbacks to the previous Jokers, um, namely the Caesar Romero Joker. We'll get back to him in a little bit. Um, so again, just between those three Jokers, very different. But then you go back even further, you get the Mark Hamill Joker from the animated series, which is, is the is the is the definitive Joker. Let's definitive. be honest here. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. For the four, you're, of us. you're lying. I, yeah, it, no, it, it's, it's it's. I mean. It's a race for the second. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. There's there's a reason that like when Baker does the Joker now, he's just doing a Mark Hamilton. Yeah, I mean, it's, oh, you're talking he, about um, what's his name? Uh, Troy, Troy Baker. Baker. Yeah, Troy Baker, yes. who's currently doing the voice of the Joker in a lot of the animated series. Is 
Yeah, he's just doing Mark Hamill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, can you name any of the other animated Jokers besides um, Hamill? Uh, the guy yes, who besides did, um, Baker. What's his name? Uh, John DiMaggio. Yeah, John DiMaggio. Joker Bang, yeah, yeah, the guy who played Bender, no less. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, Principal, the dog. Principal Lewis uh, from American Dad was the Joker on The Batman, or was it The Batman Strikes? One the of Batman. Them. Was it the Batman? Yeah, it was the Batman. Yes. Yeah, yeah, the, Batman yeah the, one, the one where they the made CG him look one. like this weird, like Jamaican Joker hybrid. God. Yeah, but it's not like, but it's not like you guys are going, oh fuck, the John DiMaggio bat, uh, Joker. No, no, he it's... was pretty good oh, though. I liked him I, in, so, in, yeah. in Into the like, Red Hood. He do well, that because it was it was such a departure from everything else. But that's well, just that, me. I'm a crazy person. Well, then DiMaggio's <laughs> amazing voice actor. He's really good. He really is. But um, and then yeah, before that we had Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Uh, yeah, still a solid performance. Of this yeah, I mean, I, it's, I defend it's, it. It's it's fine. It's Jack Nicholson playing Jack Nicholson dressed up like a clown. Yeah, and it works. Yeah, I'm the most, I don't I don't care. The most offensive thing about that movie is still the Batuzzi, but that's on the story for another day. <laughs> I thought that um, was the '60s show. No, the, the, the Batuzzi. No, no, the the Prince version. Of the oh, Batuzzi. the Prince. Yes, oh. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. That's the, a whole the, other thing. The, yeah, the, <laughs> the one where they're marching down the street, and um, which was the funniest joke I thought in Lego Batman, where at one point the guard is talking to the bad guys and goes, "What are you gonna do? March in a parade, listening to Prince?" <laughs> um, and then yeah, then last but not least, the, the most no- other notable Joker I could think of is, of course, the Caesar Romero. Um, which is funny because, uh, you know, again, Joker seems to be getting darker over the years. And then, you know, you get the 1960s Batman, especially if you're watching it backwards. Yeah. You know, like like most people I know do, you know, 60s Joker is such a departure. You know, it's you know, he goes from, oh, man, he's going to like poison yeah. all of Gotham City to, oh, like, man, how are we going to be Batman in this surf contest? Or some yeah. stupid yeah. crap, like, you know, ah, Batman, I'm going to hang you over this vat of cotton candy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I hate that. That's really a like a, a movie. Like that's one of the episodes. Oh, some some <laughs> yeah. days just can't get rid of a bomb, Paula. Yeah, I know. Some days <laughs> just can't get rid of a bomb. Oh man. So Doug, can, what can you tell us about the history of the Joker? Because like going off of, as far back as I know, 1960s, I I can only imagine how tame he must have been when he got introduced. In what what year are we talking? We got to go, go to the research, guys. Go to the research. Yeah. Yeah, uh, 1940, uh, in the first issue of Batman, which is not Batman's first appearance because you know, he's from Detective Comics, but um, the Joker appeared in the very first issue of Batman number one. And uh, yeah, uh, this was a surprise to me because I went into it thinking like you do, because, you know, he was such a goofy character in the 60s. Right. But the thing is, is the Joker as a character is older than any two of us combined. Mm-hmm. Um. And as it turns out, he actually started off dark, gritty, and violent. Oh, yeah. Really? Um, yeah. What was the movie that he was based off of? Uh, 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 Con- uh, Conrad Veidt in The Man Who Laughs. Yes. His, uh, like, that opening, like they, I think it's even the first page of the comics, got that, like, that huge grin, and he's looking behind mm-hmm. him. He's lifted straight from the, uh, the movie poster. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Wow. Uh, he is visually designed uh, after that character and the classic Joker symbol for playing cards. Hmm. And his personality was supposed to be an homage to uh, that movie as well. And I believe that movie is like from 1926 or 1928. I'm sorry. So uh, a little bit of my ignorance here. I I actually never watched the movie. And to be honest, I never did any of the research to to find out more about the movie. I just remembered that that was a very striking visual, like watching him, watching that character. It's a scene that I've seen, I don't know if I've seen it on YouTube or something. He'd turn around and he has this like rigor mortis looking grin. What exactly yep. is that personality that they're they're kind of portraying for, for the character? I, I, um, did you see the movie? Do you know I, anything I, I about did, it? I did, not, I did not see the 1928 movie, no. <laughs> no, I haven't seen it. It's actually on my list though of like movies I, I, like, I need to go see. Um, and I think it's also on the Criterion uh, movie list. Oh, okay. I might be wrong about that yeah. though. Uh, but it's apparently it is though, one of those like universally. Yeah. Oh no, I was just gonna say uh, I'm looking this up now because you know why not? Uh, apparently, he is a character uh, named Gwynplaine who is disfigured with a permanent grin on his face by another character named Doctor Hardquanon, huh. <laughs> so that he will forever laugh at his fool of a father. So interesting. Okay, so- so so DC got inspired by this and he just said, okay, let's just make him into a, a clown 
so what was he was back then was he just going around doing like comedy hijinks and stuff like that you know the old <laughs> the, the old gun that goes bang just to give everyone a scare like i mean the gun goes bang and then you get shot with a bullet yep. he's a murder hobo man pretty like, much yeah. yeah no there was no there was uh, when he first came out if i recall he was not the joke well he's the joke closer to the joker that we know now yeah. um but Back then, he was like a just straight up murder hobo. I think is the term wait. Wait, he, he was literally murdering hobos. <laughs> I, he might. Uh, I I don't know about the hobos, but like the first issue of like I think the first page or, or of that issue is something like a bunch of people gathered in a room saying like the Joker said he's going to kill me at midnight. So oh man, yeah, it was so, so a, a mob type character, I believe, at the same time too. Yeah, yeah, he was he was more or less like a a, a gritty mob boss. So yeah. DC beat Insane Clown Posse to the Killer Clown Punch by fifty years. Yeah, one hundred percent. Damn. Yeah, no doubt. And whoop, whoop. Uh, it's funny because uh, they, it looks like he died in like his first appearance. Um, he goes he to did. like stab at Batman, ends up stabbing himself. Mm-hmm. And this was because the writer uh, thought that if any villains came back after the first time, it would make Batman look incompetent. Well, also mm. at the time, Batman was also kind of a murder hobo as well. <laughs> that is true. Uh, he, he dresses up like a flying gun. mammal and shoots people. Yeah, he had his bat gun, and then uh, it wasn't his first appearance where he like hung a giant by a noose from the bat plane. Was it? A, what? He did it, but he did it by accident. But was like, you know what? That's fine. <laughs> he this, deserves it. He's a criminal. This goes against everything I was taught in Batman Forever. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got to remember something. Characters kind of change with with the times, and that's mm-hmm. something that um, we get we kind of get stuck on because. There's so much history to these characters, uh, and unfortunately, there's just not enough like just time to go into just how much history is in these characters. Even not not right. just for like a podcast, but for just like sitting there in conversation. Yeah. Um, so you know, we have this murder hobo character, who <laughs> you know, mob boss kind of character who who ends up coming back um, and right away. Actually, he's in nine of the first twelve issues of Batman. <laughs> Right, and then wow, and then he gets changed. Uh, he does. Uh, he starts becoming more like what we all thought he was to start with, which is that kind of goofy, like almost like a prankster, and less of a criminal. Like you know, that's when his plans got convoluted and silly. He had to make those and, boners. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that that's a. Cl- if, if you don't actually know that, Matt, that is a classic page that we will need to show you. Uh, well, no, 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 just to kind of just to kind of give the audience a little something about that. So it's back like sixty slang. Sixty yeah. slang was boners were like <laughs> jokes, crimes. Mistakes. Yeah, like oh. joke crimes. Oh. They, they, they were like pranks. Yeah, they were pranks. Pretty much is what a boner was. And oh man, <laughs> and just, nothing has changed. I'm just laughing <laughs> at the fact that boner makes me laugh. <laughs> like fucking kids we are <laughs> regardless though yeah that's a panel that's a panel where you need to you need to just look up joker boner yeah, no no don't me. do that <laughs> Wait, yeah right on. No, no, boner. holy shit no no search it with safe search on <laughs> in any case in any case oh, so he becomes oh, more like that character that we kind of <laughs> right from the boner. Cesar Romero yeah. Joker yeah and, and this actually also came in line with comics becoming more um child friendly in general um figuring that the government might step in and regulate some of the darker more violent comic books of the time uh in 54 they started this thing called the comics code authority which was uh comic cops yeah comic cops basically saying like this is what you can and cannot have in comics and the industry did this itself to preventatively stop the government from getting involved it's actually amazing and so for like 70 years all the big names in comics would slap that comics code authority approval uh, stamp at the top of the comic and uh it was all voluntary there was no laws that anyone had to do it but uh it has been dropped by everybody at this point it, it is now a defunct label that means nothing uh, i mean once i mean yeah like it, it it definitely means nothing once in a while though it's like a throwback to uh either marvel or dc throw that that comic code seal of approval on there Mm, gotcha. Okay, so, all right. So from nineteen, uh, when did you say debut forty? What? Yeah, nineteen forty. Nineteen forty. Okay, so from about nineteen forty to about nineteen fifty, what 
Uh, 54 is when the Comics Code Authority came into being. I'm not sure exactly at, like, what year, because I wasn't reading the comics in the 40s. You weren't, you weren't no, okay. twinkle in your father's eye, sir. Okay. Ooh. My okay, father so, wasn't born yet. Okay, so... <laughs> he was just okay. a twinkle in his father's eye, sir. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, all right, so the for first 20-some-odd years, he was a crazy, insane murderer, hobo, clown thing. Comics Code Authority steps in, then he becomes a hilarious boner. Um, <laughs> apt. <laughs> and and that's and that okay so that was the introduction to the Joker that you know the general public is more familiar with you know right. the Cesar Romero Joker yes yeah, and you could sort that, of say that was that. basically yeah from like the mid fifties all the way through until the early seventies uh, that was the version of the Joker um, and his modern incarnation or at least the beginning of it came in I believe it was seventy three or seventy four uh, when Dennis O'Neill. Uh, start took over, and he went back through the archives and saw what the character had become and what the character was originally, and tried to incorporate all into one character, keeping some of the more outlandish and preposterous aspects of the Joker, like you know some of you know the themes, like the cards and the Joker fish and the little squirty acid flowers, things like that, the goofier things, but also incorporating more of that murdery evil vibe from the original Joker. I feel like that that was the, also the point where we got the premiere of that like fine ass purple suit that he puts on like the really like the the one with the long tail coat and like yeah, the oh, really tailored I could have like, sworn Caesar had that. Uh well, he did um it's 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 not the first time he had like the purple suit but like that is when they kind of made it more iconic looking. That's also where they uh, elongated the Joker's face to make it kind of pointy, to make yes. the, the smile more ominous. Uh, so, so basically, that take, uh, when Dennis O'Neill was writing, is where, like, visually, the modern Joker was kind of born. Oh, oh, like the crazy long chin and everything. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, that crazy yeah. long chin just kind of, yeah. like, it became a very defining part of his characteristics, I feel. Oh, because like, because like the Joker, felt like I felt like from Injustice was much closer to like that seventies Joker, looking at the picture. Yeah, that, where he's kind of like super deformed in a sense. Yeah, you know like very lanky and elongated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that was all an intentional decision. Like uh, I believe Dennis uh, Dennis O'Neill told the writers what he wanted or the artists what he wanted the character to look like. Yeah, he um, uh, he worked really closely with uh, Neil Adams. All right, Neil that Adams. Neil Adams sorry, that, that the was artist. the uh, yes, yes. The artist who, yeah. who kind of – that's at the same time that we also started to get that that really classic kind of bright uh, blue and gray Batman as well to give yes, a good – to give a really big contrast between the two characters. Mm-hmm. And I also feel like that's around the time where we started – they started to introduce a lot more of the Joker um, kind of his his obsession with Batman, so to speak. Right. It's literally where he started to become the modern character. Right. And it's really good that it happened when it did because the Joker as like the bumbling, like non-threatening clown villain was so like tired that the Joker had not appeared in a comic book in DC for over four years. Wait, really? Wow. Yeah. Uh, when then Dennis O'Neill took over and reintroduced him. Huh. Yeah. I mean, he, he, the Joker episode didn't happen until like midway through season one of the Batman TV show. I mean, he wasn't like the bad guy on that show. Yeah. He was just a bad guy on that show. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and that's, that. that's exactly it. And so the early seventies, uh, in Dennis O'Neill's run is when he starts to become the character we know now. And then, uh, after that, of course you have things like the killing joke, um, the take on the Joker in Dark Knight Returns, and and, and that all just r- uh, served to uh, uh, cement his twisted dementedness and his inner uh, twoven uh, obsession with Batman. So I, I guess you can say we can kind of stop there as far as the Joker evolving. Um, now, as far as I know, the only backstory we really have in the lore of the Joker, the closest thing we got is Killing Joke, the Alan Moore comic. Yes and mm. no. That's, yeah. That in and of itself is a huge topic because there's so much to talk about, namely the, the if we're being honest here, the, the kind of multiple choice that comes with the character in terms of his, his background, his backstory. So and one of the things to bring up is the fact that in comics, really, you didn't get a lot of backstories for these villains, the, especially these iconic villains, until like later right. on in their careers. Right. Yeah, when they decided 
these things needed you know, these characters need an origin yeah right but, and back right. then they, they didn't want to humanize or or give origins to villains they just wanted them they, look this is the bad guy hate him yeah yeah but yeah, I this mean, guy's just, fighting batman yeah, Make sure he dies. <laughs> at, the same, at the same time, though, I mean, you know, okay, uh, Joker's, we're in the late 70s right now, so Joker's pushing 40. You know, I would think most other villains at this point in time had some sort of backstory. I mean, like, I don't know this for a fact, but like in the animated series, uh, Victor Freeze, mm-hmm. you know, they fleshed out <clears> his backstory and he became arguably one of the better villains on that show. Oh, yeah. He didn't have. Uh, or, I'm, I'm sorry, go ahead. Uh, well, no, I think you were going to say exactly what I was going to say, which was... Oh, the so character, he didn't have an yeah. origin before the, the animated series? Yeah, yeah. the animated uh, series. Tim Maldini of... completely... Or they took that character and were like, he's just a dude with a freeze gun. That's also Captain Cold. Let's do something new. Yeah. I did not know that. Did the animated series introduce all of his origins? Uh, I wouldn't say yes. it introduced all of it, but I feel like it took him from being just like this freeze gun character to taking him to that sympathetic kind of yeah we we care about him like heart of uh i think it's called heart of ice or heart of cold or something like that I forget what the name of the episode that i is, think it's heart of ice yeah heart of ice is the episode that really creates what the victor freeze character is now but you know not to get off topic that is it's such a good show yeah well the, the the point i was just trying to get at though is that um okay so that the animated series is early 90s okay so yep. like that's pushing 30 years right now um <laughs> joker's even older a character than than um than mr freeze and he didn't have a background no he didn't have a background. he never got a background no, never got a backstory and is that i guess that's just kind of the fun of the character in a way it, it actually is like i don't think any of us wants to see a a, a canon joker origin no, and it really, it doesn't matter. Like the only exactly. thing that matters is that he got <clears throat> that man accidentally knocked him into a vat uh, of chemicals. Yeah, that's pretty. That, that's, that's all that matters. Yeah. Allegedly, accidentally, yeah. maybe, and, maybe and he did it. Also, maybe also that, that. happened. <laughs> He's a failed comedian, but also he might that be. Might not be what happened. Um, Do you want to know how he got those scars? I mean, I'm not really interested. Just keep being a really good actor. Uh, please just i mean but that that was that was kind of the fun though in that movie too because he gave like what three different explanations and that was that was part of the whole mystique of the character the whole idea Mm. of it the you've got a character who you don't know who he is besides the the makeup and and the smile right besides that it's better that way yeah and honestly part that was one of the reasons that i used to really really kind of feel okay this character is really interesting and then what is his obsession with Batman, why is he so obsessed with this man who dresses up as a bat? Um, and that also was like one of the most defining characters of the character, especially as you get into later runs, uh, like Morrison's Joker. Um, that one's a lot of fun. Uh, Scott Snyder's Joker, the one who like cuts also his own fun. face off. Also a lot of fun. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it cuts his yeah, own super, face super, off. It's fine. Like, yeah. Super yeah. fun. Yeah. yeah. Super and it's fun. great. It's fun for the whole family, yeah. Doug. It's fun for the entire Bat family. Ooh. You know, before before we get to that, I think it's a good time to maybe take a break, let everybody digest everything we just tell <laughs> we just thoughts. told them. You know, maybe maybe eat some fish. Ooh. You know, something. Okay, what's some joke? Before before we break, what the hell is with the Joker fish? I don't even know what you guys are talking about there. Oh, we'll get to it. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back. All right, we're good. Um, yeah. All right. Well, I'm doing. Chew harder. Yeah, chew faster. Okay. I'm done All chewing. right. And we're back. We had to wait a little longer because Paula was eating a Joker fish, whatever that is. You actually didn't cheese it, sir. I ate Joker fish. <laughs> tomato, tomato. So, so, what the heck is this Joker fish? All right. Well, I just want to say that uh, as many problems in comic books, this started with a trademark dispute. Oh no. All right, before we go into this, time out. Yeah. Um, are we doing the storyline? Are we talking about the storyline from the comic Jokerfish, or are we talking about the one from the animated series? We should do both. The one, it, well, the one from the animated series, is, the concept is lifted from the uh, the comic. All right. So and they're kind of the same thing? Yes. Yeah. But uh, absolutely right. It starts with a trade dispute. Joker decides, by the way, great episode. 
Uh, if you haven't yeah. watched it, you should go watch it. Like you should stop what you're doing. I, super, super pause fun. the episode and go watch it yep. and come back. Um, pause this. Go watch. Go watch the entirety of Batman the Animated Series. Then come back and then we'll uh, recommend you where to start with Superman. And then we'll re- then watch that. <laughs> come back. Yeah. Is the name then, of the uh, episode Jokerfish? <laughs> I think so. I think the- it's uh, the Laughing Fish. Oh, it's the Laughing Fish. Ah, uh, okay. Regardless. Oh yeah, the, you're right. It's the Laughing Fish. Um, so there's a trade dispute where the Joker uses some of his Joker toxin to, I guess, poison some fish. Yeah. And they have his signature smile. And yeah, he, wants so- to, he wants to sell these fish for money because yeah, apparently and- someone wants to eat white fish with human teeth and a smile. Yeah, somebody does. And that somebody's not me. <laughs> <laughs> the man tried to joker yeah, so. fish are nightmare fuel yeah <laughs> the t- he tries to trademark a fish at the beginning of the story yes. i love it oh my god and the guy's like uh yeah i i, I can't trademark fish and he's like we'll find a way to make it happen <laughs> it's, it's, it's a natural resource you can't trademark a natural <laughs> resource no but i'm not joking he says you'll find a way to make it happen or you die at midnight and he can't make it happen because it's impossible so joker kills him at midnight <laughs> oh my god that's, that's awful and hilarious no, but just- so so, so so Joker invents the dope fish, and um, so he's trying to sell it? Yeah, he's just yeah. trying to make money off of it. Like, this is actually a, a plan of his. Like, this is how I do he's not remember this. I do not remember this episode. Oh, man, what a classic. I got, I got, what a classic I got a, boner. I... <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because fish have bones in them. Ah. This this oh. episode is just freaking fantastic, though. Like, I think this this. This is also uh-huh. the episode where we think the Joker dies at the end because he falls into into like a it, it, into like a storm at the end of it, and then he he almost gets eaten by sharks. Sharks that he himself also was like, I don't need to give them my signature smile because they already have one. Like that was the Joker. Oh, that is a hang, thing. Yeah, because he was gonna hang Batman into the uh, into the yeah! shark into the shark tank. There was Captain Clown in this one too, right? No, Captain Clown was in the 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 episode where they, um, oh, he's he's uh, he has a, a barge that is going around just kind of spraying Joker gas out into Gotham. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Okay, you keep going. killed Captain <laughs> Clown. <laughs> you killed Captain. Please, so mad oh, about man. it. No, okay. So that's what I'm talking about. So the Joker from Batman the Animated Series has that really kind of it's still fun like he's still yeah. a fun yeah. character like you enjoy and the, the theme <laughs> song that plays yeah. it's so whimsical like i remember mark hamill saying he's like his joker voice is not one voice it's him just doing three different accents at like the same time and just it like so he'll read a line but it'll never come out the same way Love it. When he's doing a Joker. Well, all I know is whenever I read the Joker, I read it in Mark Hamill's voice. Yeah, me yeah. So there's, there's no, there is like that. That's one of the things that I, I, I have to add to this. Like, so there's been so many different iterations of the Joker that that Mark Hamill one, though, that classic Batman the Animated Series one, is what you hear when you read. Just like you hear Batman as Kevin Conroy. Yeah, yeah I do. Uh, yeah, of course I do. Honestly, I mean, like that's what made me get up and buy the Arkham Asylum games is when I found out that they're bringing back Hamill to play the Joker in those. I'm like, I need to buy this. Oh yeah, and you totally and you were right because it was fantastic. And those games are great. Was, oh my god, yes, it was like yeah, the I mean, first good Batman game since like yeah. Batman on the NES. Yeah, like the don't Sunsoft get me game. don't get me started with uh, Arkham Knight because I I have a whole tirade about that. But uh, <laughs> those first two games, Speech it's not as kiss. bad. As, it's not as bad as Batman Forever for the Genesis. All right, I don't I don't know, man. That the uh, versus mode for that. It's pretty hype. Speaking of the Arkham Knight, mm. we should probably bring Ooh. up some of the things that Joe, the, the horrible things that Joker has done, aside from the the, the laughing fish, let's be honest here, because the laughing fish is is just kind of like a prelude to everything that, that this man uh, has I, done. This is such, hold on, such no, a boner. I gotta play devil's advocate here. There's a lot of terrible things that Joker's done, but... You sound, uh, why, you sound like why, Al Pacino here. Why don't we name some of the good things he's done? He killed Captain Nazi. Oh, that's right, he did. Oh yeah, yeah. Yo, that man. Holy actually, shit, he the did. Joker actually said, "What? I am an. I may be an evil, sadistic murderer, but I am an American evil, sadistic murderer. <laughs> he did. I would never yeah. side with a Nazi. I forgot yeah. about that. Did this, did... The thing is, he was completely fine with Captain Nazi when he thought it was just a gag. Yeah, like, hey, when he thought like, he's like, oh, like, he's like, wait a minute. 
you're an actual Nazi. This isn't just like a costume. He's like, it's not a gimmick. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not Wait a, a second. And then he just shoots this him. Was... He just yeah, what? He pulls out a revolver, shoots him in the head. What year did this happen? Recently. 2006, 2007? Oh my God. How did a character, Captain Nazi, make it in comics post like 1945? I don't it's know. It's comic books, man. You wow. You suspend some, some, some level of disbelief, yeah. man. So I, I'm glad that I've broken the ice. We can talk about the bad stuff now. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> he killed Captain Nazi. Man, that kind of doubles down that Frank Miller doesn't really know what he's doing when he writes, huh? Because he had uh, in uh, Dark Knight Returns, he had uh, had like a, a sidekick, this giant like Jack Blonde that had a... Oh, um, yeah, that's right. Like the, uh, the uh, swastika, like suspenders covering her nipples. God, that <laughs> book was so right? bad. Wait, yeah. which, which book? We're talking about All-Star Batman uh, and Robin. Which also is, Batman and Robin, and I think she up in Dark Knight Returns too. Which is, maybe not. Maybe maybe it was Star Batman and Robin. No, which is All by right. far one of the worst stories ever. Like I can't even say it's the worst Batman it, story. It's just one it's of the terrible story that's just ever. No, written. I can't even say it's the worst thing because I've written, I've, I've written, I've read other stories. I've probably written worse stories, um, but I've read <laughs> other stories that are pretty bad. At least uh, All Star Batman and Robin, the Boy Wonder, say the whole thing, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like a Tribe Called Quest. Exactly. It's uh, like a pimp named Slickback. Um, <laughs> it's a train wreck that you can't read. I was excited. To, I was excited to read it when it was coming out for the worst reasons. I mean, <laughs> it's not a good book. Oh, this man. goes but, into this goes into the, the the crazy pathos of like the Batman character as well, where the man paints himself and an entire room and everything <laughs> we, in it yellow. Yeah, yes, but we're not we going to get into that right now. We're talking yeah, about yeah. the way the Joker <laughs> has murdered. <laughs> He's murdered a Robin. Yeah. He he paralyzed Batgirl. Wait, 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 wait. Who also got, got better. better? Wait, he murdered a Robin. Yes. Which which one? Uh, the second the worst one. The worst. Robin. <laughs> the second Robin. The second Robin. The worst, the worst one. one. Yeah. Well, which is, is which is the, which is the second Robin yeah. again? Which is the second Robin again? Uh, Jason, Jason Todd. Todd. Jason Todd. Okay. Yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, to give you an idea of how bad Robin was, uh, this was a fan choice. Yo, that's what I was about to say. say, yeah, yeah, that was the one where you called the 800 that. number at the yeah. end of the comic, Technically, right? The Joker <laughs> yeah. didn't kill him. The Joker was just the instrument used to kill him because the fans really killed him. Yeah, the Joker, well, the jo- the Joker and his crowbar. <laughs> no, like, it wasn't the Joker and his crowbar. The Joker and his crowbar beat him near to death. The explosion was, was, killed him. Yes. Yeah. It was a brutal scene for its time, though. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. And then the the watching Batman pick up a, just this broken body of a of a young boy. I think it was. I think he was like sixteen or fifteen at the time. Something. Like yeah. Something like that. that. Um. It was. It was. Balling his eyes out. Yeah. No. It was a really rough scene to watch. But he wasn't having a boner then. <laughs> <laughs> um. Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> that was a really good. That was a really really good. Um. Looking back on it, it was terrible, but like it's still right. It's, it's still really well done. For the time, it's it, like it's a, oh it's a shit! They just moment. showed a kid getting blown up. Yeah. So all right, so he murders a Robin. Be damned. Yeah. Um, I know in the Killing Joke, you guys were talking about this before. He shoots Barbara Gordon and paralyzes yeah. her. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right in the spine. Yeah. Uh, he yep. also kidnaps. By the way, he also kidnaps uh, Commissioner Gordon and traumatizes oh, him by showing him pictures of uh, of what he Barbara. Of his, Barbara. Yeah. His mostly naked daughter. Yeah. I, he. There's the implication implication that he sexually assaulted her as well. I think he straight up though was like to one of his underlings is like do that, but like he thinks it. I think mm. so. I don't. I honestly don't know. I, like, I, I want to be. Yeah, I want to be like they allude. He alludes to it, but I want or he alludes to it to to Gordon, but like somewhere else they kind of like unmuddy that water. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like mm. it's clear that he didn't. It could just be misremembering mandela effect wishful thinking unless unless you watch the unless you watch the current uh video of it and then you know that batman slept with uh, batgirl before you know that whole thing happened oh you mean uh uh the killing joke the animated, animated, movie the animated where, killing joke movie where the, the the first 20 minutes aren't the comic and then for the, re- the rest of the movie mark hamill and uh um kevin conroy just say Bruce the, Tim, uh, that's, that's wrong yeah. yeah 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 they're just they're just reading a script like they don't they're, they're phoning it in. yeah like they're not even in mm. a studio it's really it's really kind of depressing and that's one of the best yeah. stories but they're really just like reading the uh like the writers didn't even bother changing any of the script they just literally took it page for page from the killing joke which in some in some places is not a bad idea right uh let's see what else what else we got that he's done bad um i'm familiar with injustice where he gets uh lois lane killed in, like the first half of the comic yeah. uh, he doesn't just get lois lane yeah. killed he gets uh superman to kill her 
Yes. And then he nukes Metropolis. And then, he nukes Metro- <laughs> and then as a result, yeah. he nukes Metropolis. So that you can absolutely say that that's one of the worst things the Joker yeah. has ever done. Um, I tried to look up a kill count uh, for when I was doing this research, and I, I think the only thing I found was he's killed at least three thousand people. I mean, that's oh, mass, that's yeah, it? just at that's least. mass genocide. Yeah, yeah also right. let's not forget he, he's also he's also uh, if you've read Kingdom Come. Uh, the Joker also kills Lois Lane in there. He also kills Jimmy Olsen. He kills most of the Daily Planet. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. I, forgot the, about, the, I forgot that it was yeah, most that of was the, Daily the that was the that was the setup for like um, Magog coming. Yeah, in. Magog showing up. Um, yeah, they were like Superman. Why didn't you kill that clown? And he's like, because killing is bad. So. Yeah. And so, Magog's like, oh, are you sure? Yeah, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, the <laughs> physical manifestation of '90s comics shows up and kills him. <laughs> just pouches ever yeah. the man yeah. literally yeah. looks like cable with goat horns yeah that was the yeah point. They, they were like what's the dumbest 90 like most 90s comic book thing and Mark, pouches. And, yeah and uh yeah wade and alex ross were like pouches cable <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah, so then, it, cable does all right so he murders he murdered a bunch of people there oh do we want to talk about um the Batman Who Laughs origin, real quick, like how oh, that happened. Oh, that's actually really interesting. So yeah, because it'll because, kind of what we're talking about next too. Yeah, because the Joker straight up was like, you know what? I'm done with this dance that we're doing. I'm just gonna get rid of Batman. So he brings, so he steals a bunch of kids, and they're their parents, right? So he 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 steals a bunch, of, or he kidnaps a bunch of families, and one by one brings them to uh, the crime alley. Murders them systematically. Murders the parents in front of the kids systematically. Yeah, Damn. yeah, it's pretty fucking rough. Like while he yeah. makes Batman watch. Yeah, he's like, I mean, he's like, I figured it out. This is my greatest boner. Murdering, <laughs> murdering parents in front of their kids in front of you, while you can't do anything. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Batman, Batman eventually does something about it. You know, breaks out of his ba- uh, or he overcomes. I think whatever toxins in him. Mm-hmm. Um. Breaks the bond that he's in and just kicks the shit out of the Joker to death. Yeah. Um, yeah. Jo- jokes on Batman. Though, he didn't realize that Joker had put a uh, chemical in his blood. So now the uh, now that, that that blood's been on Batman's hands, and I guess like is his face and everything else, um, he's now slowly turning into the Joker. Oh, Whoa. It's not so much yeah, that he's it- turning into the Joker. He's losing all the inhibitions that made him Batman. Yeah. Um, and like and, he, he's developing like the same kind of insanity yes. though that the Joker yes. gets, which is like a, a, a fictional comic book insanity that is not yeah. applicable to any real life. <laughs> so, uh, so I mean, I'm I'm just thinking back to like the Dark Knight, um, you know, the Heath Ledger Joker, where it, it seems that he constantly wants to get Batman to kill him. That uh, I believe that that is that is a real the, thing. Yeah, it's it's like his driving obsession with Batman. Yeah. It's like this game that. In the world, the only players who exist are the Joker and Batman in the Joker's mind. Right. And the only way he sees of winning this conflict is to break Batman, like to corrupt him and turn him against his own beliefs. Right. The idea that Batman never kills. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because because as Batman has said many times, you know, like, yeah, if I start, I'm not going to stop, basically. Right. And then as a result, the Joker's just like, oh, I'm going to make you. I'm going to make you kill someone specifically me yeah well i mean because who, who else has brought batman closer to that well and they nobody they, they explore that in the killing joke so that's that's the other thing about the killing joke um that's the the ending panels um are left specifically very vague to the idea that he kills the joker at that point ah uh, I'm, I'm, I'm making that that noise because the that uh that theory comes from grant morrison it does Grant Morrison was like, Morrison. oh, yes, yes. He, he did an interview with, um, I think it was on one of uh, Kevin Smith's Fat Man on Batman episodes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that he was like, oh, no, it's obvious that like Alan Moore, like the way he, he wrote this was like Batman strangles him to death. And it's like, but Grant, you hate Alan because of his uh, his, his differing opinion on magic. Like, why are we saying? Because they're, they're opposite ends of the magi- magical spectrum. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, honest- they worship different, they different worship Egyptian gods. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, honestly, that take on Killing Joke, I didn't get that. No, I didn't last panel, not even no, a little I, bit. I yeah, love me some Grant Morrison, but I'm like Grant. I understand you're Scottish, crazy, and on all of the drugs. But what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not with that. No, neither am I. Uh, so, but yeah, but like, can you speak more though to the um, the mythos? I guess you can say 
in regards to how Joker is representative of like anarchy and Batman is kind of order because that's that's kind of the the gist I get from it. That's absolutely I, I think, the the kind yeah. of the idea that they're yeah. trying to portray. Even though even though technically Batman works outside the law, mm-hmm. right? Batman works outside the law, but he's not going to like you know again his, his morals state that he is not going to start killing. Mm-hmm. But I, I think this all ties back into you're talking about like you know the lack of a definitive origin, um, because the thing is, is he exists in this you know this relationship solely with Batman, and I, I think they've tried to establish that the Joker and Batman are parallels. That if the Batman exists, the Joker must exist in some form. In a sense, uh, as they say in Dark Knight Rises, a unstoppable force meets an immovable object. Right. Yeah. They're, yeah. Well, because they, the, the whole idea is that Batman is supposed to be this uncorruptible, you know, kind of comic book mythos, and then you have a character that is just all about nothing but corruption. Right. And him just trying to bring. I mean, they, they're they, both ideas. So they bring this up. Yeah. This is actually something that they bring up in, um, again, in the Bruce Timbers of um, of the animated series uh, in Batman Beyond. So Batman Beyond takes place years after Batman has retired, and he needs a new. Um, uh, so he, he feels, yeah. yeah, protege. Yeah, a new protege, and and yeah. you know he's got a new suit and all this, and of course he's one of the best characters ever made, fucking Terry McGinnis. Terry McGinnis is fantastic. Yeah. So in the movie, The Return of the Joker, um, it turns out that he injects, um, he he kidnaps Tim Drake, the third Robin, in the comic book. In the in that animated series, he's the second Robin, though. Um, he's more of a mix of Jason Todd than he is of actual Tim Drake. But let's yeah, that's, that's true. That's not that's semantics at that point. Right. Um, he kidnaps him. Uh, brainwashes him into thinking that he is the son of the Joker and pretty much makes him his new sidekick. Ooh. Um, yeah. And it's in, during that scene that I believe we see the death of the animated series Joker because Batman breaks his rule and kills him as a result of everything that he did, like the suffering that he did to... Oh, I'm sorry, no. Batman doesn't kill him. Tim kills yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and then so we find out. So later on, now that Gotham is Neo Gotham, and it's this new city and all this other stuff. You know, the Joker. There's a gang called the Jokers, and they they pretty much are kind of trying to fill in the spot. Um, you find out that the Joker's back, like randomly coming back, but nobody knows who he is. You go to talk to. They go to talk to Tim Drake about it, and the big reveal is. He injected himself into Tim Drake so that when the time was right and there was a new Batman, Tim Drake became Batman, became the Joker. Like pretty much was 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 his mind was overcome by the, the uh, Joker's by the Joker's personality. Yeah. yeah, by the Joker's personality. I forget if it was like nano machines or I mean it was it was comic book bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. It was like I inject to do with the joker science and I now you're the joke when there's I, a new batman i think the joker was a virus or something in that something like that show. Uh, no it was yeah. Yeah. it was absolutely fantastic though like, that, it's one that, of the yeah. best stories yeah it's like it's one of those things where it's like when when you're a comic book fan there's certain things you just go okay i accept this like it doesn't have to make complete sense yeah, yeah i mean it's just, just uh, like this is this is part of the story yeah, the series basically have... took a lot of pages out of ghost in the shell the entire series really a little bit of inspiration, I would say, yeah. Maybe. Huh. As far as cyborgs and shit like that goes. Well, I mean, to be fair, I've never actually that, seen so. the original Ghost in the Show. It's also on the yeah. list of things I need to watch. That's <laughs> yeah. fine. Don't no, worry about I, it. I, I think Paulo's got a point, though, is um, like the Joker has to exist as long as Batman exists. Like, uh, look at Flashpoint, where uh, Bruce Wayne was murdered in the alley instead of his parents. Yes. And Thomas Wayne becomes Batman, and yes. then the grief of losing his son turns Martha Wayne into the Joker. Yes, it's like if there if a Batman exists, the, the Joker, Joker is exists. like his diametric opposite, yeah. and the Joker has to exist. And that's one of the things that pisses me off so much about this new movie. And 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 I know a lot of people will give me hate for this. Disclaimer: You haven't seen it. Uh, this, again, disclaimer: I haven't seen it. And, and I don't think part of, the, seen part it of the nope. reason why I refuse to see it is because of the fact that it's just it doesn't feel right it doesn't feel like you should be like how are you having the joker without batman that's one thing the other thing is 
how do you like, like people are trying to humanize this character that's just a straight up murdering sociopath. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's not a there sociopath. Are, there are very few uh, characters in comics that are less human. Yeah, you're to, absolutely right. To, Joker. To, to be fair, I mean, thinking back to like most of the good Joker storylines, like he seems to always be starting shit just to get Batman's attention so he yep. can get Batman. Yeah. Like he's not. Oh, he's in love with Batman. Oh, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, that's the. That's, like, the, that's uh, actually, they touch on that in, um, in Scott Snyder's run of, uh, of Batman. That they touched he, on that in a couple of things. Yeah. But. I mean, are, are you talking about the moment where he was like he he shows up to fight Batman to be like how am I not your best man? Oh yeah, that's right. That's that's actually that's in, no, that that's, in, that's in uh, Tom Taylor's run actually. Oh right, yeah, that's I in mean, Tom Taylor's run. So okay, during where Tom were you Taylor's, going? I was actually going about the the fact that this is when he ripped his face off. Oh, um, do that first. Oh, death of the family. Mm, death of the family actually is what yes. they called it. Death of yeah, the family. What, yeah, that's, no, that's what he said. Yeah, that's what I said. um. So what he does is he he rips his face off right. And then he comes back and systematically is trying to kill, like trying to kill the family, like pretty much destroy the Bat family. Um, he actually he knows finds out, yeah, he, he knows that Bruce Wayne is Batman. You come to find out that he knows that Bruce Wayne is Batman, and he doesn't care. Doesn't give a shit. He doesn't give a no. fuck about the fact that Bruce Wayne is Batman. He just cares about Batman. Yes, right. And that had, and that comic had everybody. It had uh, had Barbara Gordon had yep. yeah, Barbara uh, Gordon's back as as uh, Batgirl. Uh, this is the right. new Fifty Two. Um, so yeah, so she wasn't Oracle. Yeah, she wasn't Oracle anymore. Um, yeah, it had that. You had Tim Drake. You had um, the other Robin. You had Dick Grayson. <laughs> you had uh, uh, Tim Drake, uh, Damian uh, Wayne, Damian Wayne. Um, you also had Harpo. There wasn't Harpo. There should be a Harpo. Pretty sure Dave Grohl was in there. That was one example. And then there's a bunch of there's a there a lot of Lee. I don't want to spoil the entirety of the story because a lot more stuff happens afterwards. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, but I absolutely want to like so that brings up the next part where you know afterwards, Batman is going to get married. He's um. That was the next question out of my mouth. Was going to yeah. be, do you want to jump into that? Yeah. So um, Batman, Batman's going to get married, and yes, he proposed to Catwoman. Mm-hmm. Batman, uh, the Joker shows up to. Doesn't kill- he have like an entire church like at gunpoint? Yeah, he has an entire church at gunpoint. Batman and Catwoman show up, and he knocks out Batman. I forget how he knocked Batman out. Like he actually tells him, like, "How could you not have made me your best man?" Um, and then goes he's to, like, how, how am I not your best friend? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then proceeds to try to kill, uh, Catwoman. He proceeds to try to kill her because he says he's the only one that I could, who could ever really love me and understand me. Classic. Joke. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It's absolutely, absolutely insane. But like I was saying, the diametric between Batman and the Joker is something that personifies the character it, it it gives him a reason for being otherwise I, he is just a crazy murder hobo i mean yeah. yeah thinking back to it to touch on what we were talking before about his origin or rather lack thereof i mean the comics have thrown several different theories at us as to what his backstory is mm-hmm. in dark knight they gave us i think i think he has three different monologues where he gives a backstory you know for all we know they all might be a little true. Maybe all of them are complete and utter bullshit. Maybe one of the bajillion backstories we gotten might be the true one. We don't really know. No, it's almost yeah, the choice. But the the beauty is in the ambiguity. I was about to say, but the fact is that the character that is 80 years old has never been given a backstory, and he only seems to exist to piss off and corrupt the Batman, even if he has to kill like half a city to accomplish that. Why would anybody want to be like the Joker? <laughs> right. Like like, he, like these, like, you know, we live in a society memes and all this other shit and all because the Matt, pictures. This, this could be us, but you're tripping. Like, <laughs> oh my yeah, God. Don't yeah, get yeah, me like started on the Harley of, like, Quinn thing. Yeah, the Harley yeah. Quinn thing. You know, it's like, oh yes, you know, let's be crazy together because it's, you <laughs> know, magical because they're such a power couple. Uh, well, no, I mean, they're not. I mean, they were a power couple in the sense that, you know, he, they were super mentally, villains and yeah. had power. Yeah, and, yeah. And but he eventually like, manipulated her and uh, abused her, and kidnapped physically her, basically. and basically. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. But I feel and, like most uh, people are misconstruing that. That are like reposting that shit on Facebook. You know, they're like, "Oh, hey, let's be crazy together." And like, you know, go to craft fairs on Sundays. Yeah. Like, only she gets him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that is the reaction you should have. If I remember correctly, didn't he kind of manipulate? her into joining yeah. like i don't remember yeah. her being crazy in the tv show when she got introduced 
She well, wasn't. Uh, she was a uh, psychiatrist. psychiatrist. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. She was his psychiatrist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it did not work out so well for her. No. no. <laughs> I mean, she ended up with uh, with Poison Ivy at one point recently. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and that's something they always like to push. Like, that's actually a healthy relationship, despite yeah. the fact that they're both killers. Yeah, supervillains. Yeah. But that's supervillain. That's supervillain love. What are you going to do? Yeah. But, like I said, but, like, that's, that's, like, I, I don't understand people who want to, like, Oh, Harley and Joker are, are couples goals. No, they're not. Yeah. They're not. You are literally talking about just mental and physical abusive relationship. He mm. beats her physically. He throws her out a window. <laughs> and that's not even like, that's not in a comic book panel. That is in a children's cartoon. Want to ride your Harley? Yeah, exactly. And then, he, and and he, then he throws her out of a fucking window. Oh, oh yeah. God. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's played up as a gag for laughs because like Looney Tunes and things. Yeah, but, uh, but it's it's but yeah, but it's not. It's not okay. <laughs> it's not okay. It's not a fucking window. And so like at least at least he has taken the steps to acknowledge this. And over the past like ten years, they have broken off that relationship and shown her trying, realizing how abusive it was, and not wanting to get back into uh, it. Actually, um, there's a there's a really uh, I I love this guy's art. Uh, Stefan's I forget his last name. Uh, Stefan yeah, Sejanic, but- he's currently writing a Harley Quinn book that ex- specifically explores um, her descent into becoming, like, going from being his therapist to being his lover. And yeah, it like does- his Stockholm obsessed yes, lover. Yes, his Stockholm obsessed lover. And it's, it, it apparently does a, a pretty decent job of not portraying it in a positive light. Like you uh, see, I've read the, the first two issues. They're good. Yeah, I haven't. They're I haven't good. read it. I've only heard what other people have said. I actually want to read it because yeah. I, I'm waiting for it to to be complete before I read it. Right. But it, it, for any fans uh, listening, it's called Harleen. Oh, thank you. It's one of DC's black label, by the way. Ah, mm. but I mean, like you know, looking at her whole dynamic with Joker. I mean, you kind of get a better understanding about like you know how you hear like how um, you know people in abusive relationships tend to go back to it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, she was clearly damaged in a huge way, and like, like I said, Stockholm, like she was, she became obsessed with her captor. Yeah. Like, no wonder not, he like, got that damaged tattoo on his forehead. <laughs> <laughs> look, we're not, we can't, we, we can't listen. We can't claim to be experts. We're not experts. None of us here have any degrees in any type of psychology or uh, anything. I of almost sort. did. Yeah, I, I almost did too. <laughs> I, I, I'm actually only—it's uh, funny—I don't have my bachelor's, but I'm actually only two uh, semesters away from getting it. If I ever want to go back, yeah. Well, right, let, Professor Dickhead, why don't you go do well, it? With me? Well, let me tell you, man. If you need someone to turn a computer off and on again, I'm your fucking guy. Yeah. Ooh, and, and if if you need somebody to ask somebody what to do when you're having a, uh, an issue with your computer, I'm your guy. <laughs> and if I need like you know that smooth Latin sound of Enrique Iglesias, I Apollo. <laughs> Guys, you, guys, you you you, you found me out. You found me out. <laughs> you know, I never saw you two in the same room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, you haven't seen me and Bruce Wayne in the room together either. So. Holy shit! Are you Holy telling crap. me? Enrique Holy shit! Yeah. Batman? <laughs> he could be your hero, baby. <laughs> oh man! Oh, good night, All right, buddy. you know what? I think we yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, no, we're not going to do better than that. No. <laughs> that That's enough bonus for one night. Good night. <laughs> Good night, folks. All of the music that you have heard is the song Dance Rock off the album Descent of the Goober Monster by Jesse Spillane. It is licensed under Attribution 4.0 International CC by 4.0 license off freemusicarchive.org. If you have a question, a topic you would like us to cover, or simply wish to tell us all of the facts that we have screwed up, feel free to email us at laymansguidetothemultiverse at gmail.com. Also, feel free to visit us at our website at laymansguidetothemultiverse.com.